Welcome to Maniacs and Martin Sight, a knife-making community podcast on the Discord server, The Bladespec. My name is Ben, Fiery Ice Forge, and we got Daniel Machina. Howdy from Texas. Howdy. We also have Shepard. Howdy from Texas. <laughs> a bunch of Texas boys. All right. Texas and South Carolina in the house today. Maybe some other people might jump in. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, so I guess we'll jump into what we've been up to lately. Um, I'll go ahead and just kick it off there. Uh, been doing a lot of work lately. <laughs> um, just my normal day job, uh, managing my store there. Um, but then... I've also went and helped my buddy. We were working on, he had an order for 200 cleavers. And uh, we started working on that to, uh, they're not, he doesn't get, have to get them delivered until like November. Uh, but he got a massive amount of orders in for that. So we started working on some batches of that to get that kind of going there. And, uh, that was uh that was pretty pretty tough work, but it was a lot of fun too. I, I got got to sit at the grinder for a while. I'm gonna be going back next week and doing some more with that, most likely. So it's gonna be a good time. So what you been up to, Daniel? Oh I have been waiting on supplies. Kinda ran out of everything all at once, so I've been doing some designing. Got Got a couple new hunter models I'm working on and worked on working on kind of a fantasy saber type design. I don't even know what to call it. So not too much of anything till probably next week. Right on. What about you, Jake? Uh well I just got some pictures early this morning, like 1 a.m. this morning, and throughout the day from the CNC company, our CNC company, Dauntless Manufacturing, uh, they're making 18 profiles and 18 handle set profiles for my new model. So I got pictures of that today. Uh, I'm also working on a kitchen knife for my mom, which I am just super excited for. Uh, I'm also working on the grinds for a charity kukri with Justin. So cool. kinda got a lot on the plate. Right on me. Sometimes it's when people do their best work when they got so much going on and time crunch and that so Well that's probably the quickest we've ever ran through that. It did go pretty <laughs> smooth, didn't it? <laughs> yeah it did. It went fast, <laughs> quick and all of a sudden, we went through the whole thing. So, I guess we can go ahead and jump into the main topic of the day. Um, and that's going to be bevel types. Grind, grinds. Different kinds of grinds. Um, what would you guys say are some of your favorite grind types? Anything compound. Uh, pretty so what well is the just... definition of compound? Compound would be where you have more than one grind type on the same knife, specifically the cutting edge of the knife. Okay, so as long as it has two different grind types on it, that would be a compound grind. 
Yep. So you could have like an American Tanto that has a hollow and then a flat tip. That's a compound. You could have like a sheep's foot with a low flat grind and then a higher flat grind up front, which I've done. Done that with a Tanto, then a flat tip at the front. You could have a tracker with a hollow inner grind flat up front. That's a compound grind. And then you can just get as crazy with it as you want. And I've done that too. I'm completely Hello? boring. All I do is flat grinds. <laughs> Don't have a wheel um, yet. Yeah. Hey, look, dude, that's, I'm not, not even, I wouldn't even say I'm decent at that. So that's, <laughs> what, that's what I'm working on. So I'm trying to, trying to improve it. So um, I might try to put a hollow and a flat grind together on this x-ray style knife that I put together. I, f I actually did forge out the tang without using a power hammer at all, just hand on hand hammer on uh, some 1084 and I uh, got the tenon connected to it. It doesn't really look good in my opinion at all, but it is connected. So it's solid. Um, so I might be trying to do. So I, I call it, I call it my x-ray abomination. <laughs> so... I love those x-ray. <laughs> cool. So that's kind of that's it's it's gonna be a classic abomination for what an X-ray style knife should really look like for sure. So it is what it is. You should send a picture of X-ray abomination and knife pictures real quick while we're talking. Um. All right. Yeah, I can do that. Um. I haven't grounded in yet though, so there's still. still I really just gotta see what this looks like. Okay. I love that x-ray design. It's classic. Can't do that stock removal. I think no. that's just a cool name. X-ray abomination. What does that mean? Where does that come from? Uh, so, so Ray is his name. R-H-E-A. And x-ray is the style that he made for it. So that's what he calls it. Now mine, it's all sorts of jacked up, man. So uh, it's not that I, bad. I, nice. Oh no, it is. It is. I can show you a picture of my buddy. So he was teaching a class of these, and uh, like I was kind of just like I was listening, but I was kind of doing it on my own. This is what it should look like. Yeah, but it looks it's like so much cleaner. So much cleaner. Looks like so maybe you if you see. clean up that blade shape a little bit, it'd do even better. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta do some work on the blade. Oh, uh, the kind of gonna be back. Yeah, I gotta actually turn it into a blade. So, but yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun working on. Um, we get, you know, doing that blacksmithing. That, that, uh was wearing my arm out because I just don't I don't do a lot of it. Um don't do a lot of grinding either for what I would want to do, but you know. So you gotta do it to get better at it though. So that's the only way to get better at it. So 
Yeah, that's the truth. About yeah, 30 knives in, I'm finally figuring out how to grind a decent bevel. <laughs> so we mentioned flat grind, and we mentioned compound grind. What kind of other grind do you put typically on your compound grind there? Uh, I do a lot of hollow stuff recently. Okay. What kind of, so to do a hollow grind, you have to have some kind of a wheel. What kind of radius wheel do you typically use to do your hollow? Uh, you know, I, I don't know because I didn't buy it. It was loaned to me by Maker Material Supply. He's my next door neighbor. And it's a wheel. So it's a nice next door uh, neighbor. Yeah. Fantastic. The best you could ask for, really. The, that's been just such a gift. But, uh. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was a wheel of questionable quality. We don't know how much it costs, don't know who made it, where it's from. Uh. Don't know what size it is. I would guess ten inches. And well, you use like, like a tape measure to it, can't you? Yeah, I just I don't remember what it was. I think it was ten inches. Ah, okay. Maybe twelve. Well, so, so maybe a ten, twelve inch radius, or not radius, but wheel. Yep, and that's what I learned how to hollow grind on. Okay, you're still using that today, huh? Still using it. Nice. That's a that's a that sounds like a lot of borrowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much well, how much cool, different man. is it grinding a hollow as opposed to a flat? I mean, is it a lot different? You know, I do the think feel it is, of it. I think it is quite different. Uh, it, it's easier to feel what you're doing, like the physical contact the physical interface between the knife and the belt is easier to feel on the hollow. But yeah. I think hollow grinding is more difficult. And that could be just because the wheel I'm rocking. But... I got you. I got you. you it, it just feels very different. You have to apply pressure differently. Yeah. And that won't make any sense until you, until you try it. And you're like, okay, yeah, I see the difference now. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Right on. So, have you ever done any of the other grinds, like a Scandi or Saber? Yeah, Saber grinds, that's my most common. Uh, okay. I've not, I've not done Scandinavian, really. Uh, I've done zero so, grinds. I do zero tips on my Tantos, uh, but not like a real true Scandinavian. Alright, so what is a zero tip? So, a regular Tanto give or take, the tip grind height is the same as the primary bevel grind height, and you would have a regular secondary edge. My tips are shallower in height, so they're more obtuse, but instead of a primary grind to a secondary edge, the grind goes all the way into the edge. There is no secondary bevel. Interesting. Alright, right on. So and my, my tips always end up at zero unintentionally. <laughs> yeah yeah my last one did it is it is crazy sharp and I haven't even sharpened it 
I ground, I heat treated one the other day and took the edge pretty thin. It was under point two, I think, and didn't have any problems with it warping or anything out of the quench. I was happy about that. Yeah. Sorry, that was unrelated. So would you say, like, Scandies are, like, found on a lot of bushcraft? Like, what would you say that that's most popular on? That is where you seem to see it the most. Uh, it's not my favorite style of knife. It's quite difficult to maintain because you're sharpening the entire thing if you're sharpening it, quote-unquote, correctly. It's just not something you really see very often in the modern cutting tool, and I think that's for a reason. I think there's a reason that almost all knives have a flat grind to about the same shoulder and a secondary edge. Right on. So, and that's about a third of the way down from the top of the spine, right? Yeah, you know, give or take, it could be like halfway to three quarters to all the way up, anywhere in in between. Okay. So, and then a saber grind is like about a third or so, or no, a saber grind is two thirds. A saber grind is what you think of when you think of a flat grind. Uh, it's it's a flat ground knife. It's just not a full flat grind. Okay, so it's just, it's coming up the spot, like, towards the spine, it just doesn't get all the way there. Yeah, I've never actually seen somebody use the terminology saber grind, everyone just calls it a flat grind, unless they're referring to a full flat grind, and they just call it a full flat. Oh, okay. Well, like, if you have something that you want to put, like, a bevel in above that or something like that, or not a bevel, I'm sorry, if you want to put, like, a fuller in, above that like oh like on a saber for example um like that would be something that i've seen and demonstrated on that's a little bit different because it's not it's not really a full flat you know it's it's not coming that far up because there's quite a bit of space in between that edge of the bevel like the end of it to uh to the spine there so that way they have a spot to put in that uh fuller yeah so if it's a flat grind that doesn't go all the way up that's technically a saber grind but i hear most people just call it a flat ground knife gotcha all right and then i also see like a chisel grind have you ever done anything with a chisel grind nope um i've owned a chisel ground knife uh, I did not care for the way it, that it performed. Uh, and, another, and again, that's one of those weird ones where it's it's more difficult to maintain. This was one that had a very thin shoulder and then a secondary bevel on both sides. Uh, and it was quite awkward to sharpen. It was a Pohan Leo custom uh, that my dad had. And it, it was quite awkward to sharpen. And I could see how it would quickly become awkward to maintain long term. I gotcha. Yeah, the most common thing I I feel like I see like on a lot of things that people make are gonna be like kiradashis. Yeah, like just I, a, I haven't made one of those. 
Yeah. Um, and then I have seen like some Japanese like chef knives have a chisel grind on them, but they're specifically designed for either a left hand user or a right hand user um, only because basically where they're cutting can definitely affect like how the cut moves while they're cutting. Yeah, your cut will want to go in the in the uh, direction it's ground on. Yeah, that makes sense. So, would there be any other applications that that would be useful for? Or? Uh, you see some Japanese kitchen cutlery that's ground only on one side. That's um, the only place I see it. Flavor. Have you guys ever tried to sharpen chisels? Like wood shaving chisels? Uh, I mean, in a woodshop class, we had chisels that we had to sharpen, but it was only on a like grinding stone, you know, like a chisel oh. sharpener. Okay, cool. So it was like a jig to like sharpen it precisely where you want to be at. Yeah, and I don't remember it exactly too well. I didn't understand cutlery at the time, and it's not a tool I ever used. So yeah. it was also high school, so I just don't remember it that well. But I remember it being sort of oh a fish my God. thing. You act like that was so long ago. Come on, man. Yeah, back when I was in high school about uh, six months ago. Uh, not <laughs> like that. that? Come on. <laughs> no, I'm a junior Come on, in college. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. But like, for me to say, like, I don't remember because it was in high school, that's a big difference. So how about a convex grind? Have you done any convex grinds, Daniel? Uh, I've done a convex edge. I don't know if that's the same as a con- convex grind. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, uh, I've switched to... I used to belt sharpen on my 2x72... And everything I did then was convexed. I haven't quite figured out what I'm doing. I switched to stones. I haven't quite gotten the hang of that yet. So they're not, my edges aren't what they need to be at this point. (laughs) I got you. You're using a lot of slack belt to do that. I was, I was when I, when I used my, uh, belt grinder. I'd use the, the por- small portion of the belt between the platen and the wheel. Gives just a little bit of slack. You don't want a ton yeah. of it. Yeah, I think like the first yeah, I think three of those knives that I did were basically convex they i mean they're they're close to like flat but they're definitely convex um, yeah just using the slack belt to and that's a little easier i think on most beginners as well too um it's harder to get like a, a good finish on that unless you're like don win or something like that yeah <laughs> so, yeah because he, he 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 shows off that convex grind and it looks it looks cool because like he puts something flat against it and basically any way you turn it there there's always some kind of angle there it's never like flat on it at all 
So, which was pretty cool to see. So, yeah. do you ever do some convex grinding there, Jake? You kind of cut off for a second, but uh, yes, I've done some convex. I've not done radius convex like you generally see on a slack belt. I've done where you'll do like a primary grind to a really thick shoulder, and a secondary grind as if it were an edge, but it's really high. And then you do a tertiary bevel as the sharpened edge. So it's a convex, but it's in stages that are distinct instead of a smooth curvature. Okay. Your grinds are confusing as hell. I can't even figure out a flat grind. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't even be able to keep up with what I was doing. It it was kind of finicky to do, uh, and I didn't... It's a very robust performance, even more so than I tend to be an advocate of. It's really only good for batoning, which is what it was for. But yeah, taking cool. a stick and I think that's that's a little bit limiting, perhaps. I really uh, like a convex edge. I've really been able to tell the difference on that, as opposed to just a like a flat, flat edge whatever you'd want to call that. Theoretically, it has a little bit more strength behind it than uh, than a flat yeah, my, grind does. My edges have held longer. I haven't noticed it being sharper, necessarily, but it's held, held its edge longer. But I hadn't figured it out with the stones yet. Stones are kicking my butt at this point. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even dived into that, man. That's a whole realm That's of beast. madness anyway. Yeah. Insane. I had one that I finally got to shave hair, so I was happy with that. Stone, stone sharpening there? Yeah. Right on, right on. Let's see well, do, can you guys think of any other kind of grinds or edges that would be uh, types to talk about? Uh, can't think of any off the top of my head. No, nothing really noteworthy. Hey, well, what's the what's the unnoteworthy ones? <laughs> Heard of some people, uh, like, uh, I don't even know what I was thinking of. Don't know what it's called. Forget that. <laughs> I mean, you could technically get into, like, the, the straight razor grinds, which are a hollow, but they come to a consistent thickness for a while in some variants. Uh, like seven-eighths and three-quarter and... Extra hollow, etc. But not really noteworthy uh, enough. I think I've already spent too much time on it. Oh man! Well, I just thought of one that I just recalled, and that would be the S grind. Uh, well, that's a flat grind with a fuller, basically. Yeah, it's a it's a what? It's just a flat grind with a fuller. You're right. 
Right, with a with a really massive fuller put into it. For sure. That's supposed to help but, with like food release when you're cooking yeah. food prep. That's definitely what I've heard. Yep. I haven't utilized one, but that I I could see how it would it would do that. Salem Salem Straub does a really neat S grind. It's got a real cool tutorial on it too. You should check it out. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've watched like Morocco does those like solely on his chef knives too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'll definitely have to. Salem's got some crazy cool stuff. Yeah, his mosaic Damascus is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that stuff is level, dude. It's mind blowing. Working on building my press, I've been trying to figure out some mosaic patterns. Hard to wrap your mind around, though. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Kyle Royer, and I'll say just the amount of forethought required is quite impressive. All the prep work, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into, like, planning that out, but... Then people like, wonder yeah, why you're really selling a $500 billet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've actually wanted to reach out to Kyle and just ask, like, hey, hypothetically speaking, what, what would a 12-inch bar cost? And it'd probably be like $1,000. So. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet any I really good mosaic pattern is going to be way on up there. Just I bet you, so you much... could ask him. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't even waste his time if I wasn't ready to buy it at worst oh, okay. case scenario price. But yeah, hey, well, like he could give you a price now. In five years, it might be ten thousand dollars for that same billet, and I won't be able to afford it then either. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it starts charging ten. I don't know what crazy person is gonna buy that for the billet. It's uh, like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, listen. Yeah, people like that stuff though. I don't know if they just want like a piece of raw material, but that's the plan. When I get my press built, I'm hoping to kind of get into the Damascus business. Yeah, right on. Do some squishy, squishy. Yep. Except then I'm going to need a surface grinder and some new forges and then a power hammer. <laughs> Never ending <laughs> rabbit hole. The list, the list goes on and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, what would you start with the the standard fifteen and twenty in the uh, ten eighty four or ten ninety five? Yeah, that'd probably be yeah. my main main stuff. I got some cool cool ideas, but I hadn't tested those enough to really talk about it just yet because I don't have a clue if it'll work or not. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's wanna that's cool. wanna do some stainless sand my and just got a bunch of 
crazy stuff just kind of floating around, but nothing, nothing solid yet. You were you were working on that sand my um, a little bit before I think we recorded one of the last episodes. Did you end up trashing that? Yeah, yeah. One of the welds blew apart. Didn't didn't wasn't at heat long enough. I don't think I ran out of propane, so tried to I work it you. from the edge a little bit too much too. So, and I still try to talk him out of the billet. If I had oh, confidence yeah. in it, I would give it to you for free. I just, I don't want to give someone something that I'm not confident in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I definitely, but I will totally, totally get you a cool billet of something shortly after I finish these next knives. Please do. On the to-do list. There you go. Nothing I love more than forge welding. I like grinding best. That's my just jam. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> nice. Grinding and sketching. Yeah. Like the planning the planning work. I've been sketching this whole time. I have not even made the kitchen knife yet and I'm already sketching version two of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your grinding right skills are next level. So are your design skills. Cool well, stuff. Thank you much, Lee. Yes, sir, Bob. <laughs> well, I think we covered everything with the grind tips and all that stuff. So what else you guys want to talk about? Shoot, I don't know. Amount of stuff that you could talk about would be quite a bit in knife making. (laughs) Yeah, we've never had the problem where we uh, finish on time. (laughs) No. No, it's always going on and on about craziness. (laughs) Who wants dinner? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We ever covered anything about like sharpening or? Hey, great idea! I use a wicked edge. No, a wicked edge. Not much to talk about there. That's just foolproof. (laughs) (laughs) What? Right on. (laughs) What's the fun in that? Wouldn't even spend time beating your head against a wall. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're going for a perfect mirror, which I do not always do, I go to a polish now, but I've done like true mirrors before you'll hate yourself. Cause the knife sometimes shifts a little bit rotationally in the clamp. Yeah. And you'll just notice all of a sudden that, uh, parts of your edge are not getting polished. Yeah. Yeah. That would drive me up the wall. But you I'll, ever I'll, get any of, I'll get there. Any of any of those like uh diamond sprays? I think you oh, yeah. maybe put them on a stra- uh, strop. Yep, polycrystalline diamond emulsion on my ball I'm about all about that. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna get some one of these days. 
I get carried. I want just as sharp as can be, and I get carried away. Most of what I make a knife to do doesn't really a knife that sharp would actually be a hindrance, just because the edge would be more fragile. Hmm. That that didn't make sense, but <laughs> no, no yeah, it does. Sense, like you're not making geometry the less robust it is. Yeah. Right, like you're not you're not making like doctor scalpels, you know. Yeah, that's right. I want something that's gonna be sharp but hold up to skinning a deer whatever whatever the case may be. Right. Exactly. So think... do you like a do you like that toothy edge or do you like uh a more mirrored edge? I, I like a more mirrored edge. Toothy edge okay. drives me nuts for whatever reason. Oh yeah, it it holds up good and cuts good. I just don't like thinking that my knife has a toothy edge. <laughs> just a personal preference deal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard different different choices of that. I haven't really figured like, out what my preference is on that yet. I like kind of what I'd call just a light polish. It's not highly polished at all, but it does have a little bit of polish to it. To me, it just helps it helps it cut a little smoother. Still holds up pretty nice. Gotcha. Doesn't want to like start going in some other direction. All. Yeah. Makes sense. Tell you what what's your preference stones? on that, Jake? Uh. Depends what I'm doing. Uh, for the bushcrafty stuff, yeah, I'll typically go to like 3,000 grit, 3 micron, and then strop it 2 micron. Uh, if I'm doing a kitchen something, I'll go just to cute and as polished as absolutely possible. Uh, I've done edges at 1,000 with 5 and 3.5 micron strop. Great edge. I've done 1,500, 2 micron strop. 1500 with 6 and 3 micron down to 0.5 micron strop. They're just all kind of for different things. Uh, but I think you're really at the minutia of the sport, unless you're at quite a toothy edge, like 800 grit, or quite a polished edge, like 3000 diamonds, 3 micron lapping film, down to, you know, 4 to 1.5 micron strops and then even finer in some cases uh, you know at that point there's there's a difference in application but really what is vastly more important in my opinion is the shoulder and the degree per side of the edge as opposed to the polish i think that is much less important in the performance and the robustness of the edge for sure yeah, uh, chipped and broken edge ain't ain't a good one. No, it is not. For sure. You guys got anything else? I don't off the top of my head. I feel like there's so much time left. Like there should be something. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what I would expect, too. But, uh... Ah, we I just mean, know what we're talking about. We just quicken to the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of... That's how I write stuff out, you know? Like, I always got in trouble for that. 
my essays yeah. or whatever. They're like, there's like two sentences in your whole essay. Like, what is this? I'm like, yeah, I said I'm, what I need to say. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm not There's a super perfect person either. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and throw out there. I do know Kyle Daly of Cage Daily Knives. He does still have his uh, $5 raffle tickets for the giveaway that himself, um, Dan Eastland of Dogwood Customs and John Kaufman of Dragonfly Knifeworks um, are doing for, a, and 100% of the proceeds of that are going to uh, 50, Paxton of 5050 Forge. Um, I believe they're wrapping that up at the end of January, so there is still time to get some of those if people want that. Um, you know, want to jump in, and I believe there's at least three different knives that can be won. So, chances are, it's not, it's not just a one and done. So, um, if you get in that, good luck on that. And uh, yeah, you guys got anything else you want to throw in? Or yeah, let me plug Justin real quick. Uh, he's doing the charity knife that I'm doing the grinds and profile for. Uh, I'm going to help promote it. It'll be for raffle uh, and all the money will be going to charity. So, and uh, yeah, you might, that, that's yeah, the charity so, knife you guys are doing. Yep. Justin hammer and spear knife works uh, hammer and spear knives on Instagram. And then you'll see it on my page too. shepherd underscore knives. So help a charity out. Have you guys decided on what charity you guys are giving that to, or is that still uh, to be determined? Yeah, I will be picking the charity because I'm going to pick a charity where all the the money actually goes to the recipients and there is no, like, after covering costs kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, where the, it's actually going to what it's supposed to be going to. Kind of. Yeah, and uh, there are people that I'm, I have lined up to ask what a, a good charity is. Okay. Cool. But I I just finished profiling a knife. So we're still quite in early stages, but keep an eye on the process and uh that'll be coming soon. Right Very on. Cool. Two community members of the blade spectrum here coming together to get a charity knife together. That's really cool. That's really cool. So and if if you want to join the blade spectrum you can do that by going to our instagram maniacs and martin site there's an invite link there you can also just search for the blade spectrum on google learn that from joe that that on that crazy episode i didn't think that was real so but apparently it is so you can join us here uh you can join us podcasting you can join just with chatting we have pictures videos that people upload just to share um, pretty great community. Uh, this is two other guys that are have been here for quite a while and uh, have some great knowledge to share for everybody. So with that being said, do you guys got anything, any last closing statements there? Keep on a grinding. Keep on grinding. Hope to see you here. How about that? I like it. I like it a lot. You stole my line. 
<laughs> well, you could have said it any time. It was pretty much the exact same line. That was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> All right. That's the show. Take care, guys. Is my microphone absolutely garbage? I can't hear any. Can't hear you. Never mind. I'm out for this one. <laughs>